This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, listeners? You've got Aaron and Stanger here. Woo-woo! Uh, before we start today's episode, we'd like to tell you guys that we are sponsored by Magic Spoon. Here's the deal, Aaron. Uh, yeah. I try to eat healthy. You try to eat healthy. Our listeners mm-hmm. try to eat healthy. Uh, yeah. A good way to eat healthy is by incorporating some kind of healthy protein source into your diet that can be a snack, it can be a breakfast, it could maybe be a meal, and it can also be a treat. Seems impossible, mm. right? It, it does, and did. Yeah. It's not! It's not the case. Come on! It's not the case, and we are so excited to spoil, to spill the beans, not spoil the beans, and tell you all about our secret. Yeah, it's Magic Spoon, guys. Magic Spoon is doing cereal the way cereal has never been done before. We're t- I, I mentioned protein. I mentioned um, the fact that it's delicious. We'll give you some of the specs on Magic Spoon, and you tell us what you think. Magic Spoon Where? has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Note, the Honey Nut flavor has one gram of sugar. So not that much mm-hmm. for Honey Nut. So that one. Yeah. Uh, you're. I cut you off. What were you going to say? You're going to say something? Uh, no, I was just going to just kind of sing their praises, but I want to get into these specs. We've got, I'm telling you, only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Yeah, and we talked about taste. We talked about flavor, snack, treat, tasty, delicious. Uh, mm-hmm. You get a lot of different flavors with Magic Spoon. You can build your own box. The nine available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, cookies and cream, maple waffle, blueberry muffin, cinnamon roll, and honey nut. Okay, even more exciting. Magic Spoon just brought back their cereal bars. They were so popular that they brought them back permanently. It's the perfect convenient on-the-go companion for your cereal hell yeah it is aaron i like uh, i'm a blueberry guy um i like doing the blueberry muffin i like mixing it with cinnamon roll i feel like i'm getting some kind of uh like coffee cake thing or something happening there i get like an interesting flavor in my mouth uh very crunchy i'll do it while i'm streaming content throwing on HBO Max or Amazon Prime. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I'll just grab a fistful of it, shove it in my mouth. Uh, you know, I go right back to bed if I'm doing like some of my nighttime eating syndrome. And then like I wake up and like I've got like magic spoon like mashed into my cheeks and stuff. But yep, it's guilt free. Yep, that all tracks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I have maple waffle coming for the first time, and I can't wait to try it. I know that my um, I was eating, like you mentioned, spoonfuls or handfuls. I wasn't using a spoon. I was handfuls. You're using in, your uh, hand as the, a spoon. <laughs> yes, as the fruity, the fruity ones the other day. And I guess I dropped some in the couch and didn't know it. And my dogs love it. So oh, they're yeah. in too. So everyone is staying healthy and well-fed in, in this house. Yeah, dogs will jump up and burrow into those couch cushions to get some uh, stray magic spoon <laughs> lentils. <laughs> For sure. It's true. Oh, it's really true. Go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to grab a custom bundle of cereal and be sure to use our promo code dumbbells at checkout to save $5 off your order. 
And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com dumbbells. And use the code dumbbells to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Let's get to it. Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and owner of Spark Plugs. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and human beach blanket. You have found us, the Dumbbells, a personal fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes information. Sometimes. Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. It's also a comedy podcast, but sometimes I like to cut that because uh, expectations keep them low. What's going on with you today, Aaron? You all right over there? I can't read my own writing, if I'm being honest. I shouldn't even have to read it anymore. I should have this memorized. You have never looked down at a piece of paper when we've done this intro, and I read it like I am a a Stockholm Syndrome uh, (laughs) participant. What's the way to say that? Um, like I have Stockholm yeah. syndrome to this book. Anyway, that's where I'm at. Wait, wait, wait. Hold. What is that? What are you saying? I'm like, like you're being I'm coached. A, like you're being coached. What to say? Like like I'm, I'm like, Aaron. I'm, I'm happy. I'm being fed. Yeah, I'm being taken care like, of. Like I'm being like I've have fallen in love with this book that has all the oh, information oh. for me, but that keeps oh, gotcha. me held hostage. Okay. Does that make sense? Well, that was different. That makes sense, and that's different than my interpretation. That one's even kind of fu- more fun and weird. But I, I would say a truer representation of Stockholm Syndrome which you, is what you said from the first place, so you're right. I don't know what the hell I'm thinking. You know, I just like to every once in a while bring up a few things I remember from Psychology 101 at Clark College, uh, Community College in Washington State that I attended, uh, and also was the penguin for a few games anyways before we get too far off the rails here <laughs> I, are you ready to introduce our guest Stanger? yeah yeah please okay today we have a very f- fun human being a good friend uh a great actress <laughs> actor uh you can see her in hbo's made for love right now which is really cool season two angela lynn everyone welcome to the weight room Hello. Hi. <laughs> Did you, were you just like entranced by me uh, yes. having a mental breakdown as I talked? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And and you know why? Because I didn't write any of that down. And as we just talked about, I'm like looking at my book for answers and there's none. Aaron, you sometimes seem surprised at what you're saying. I am <laughs> constantly surprised because we had talked beforehand and what and this has happened. Like if you go True. back and listen to, I can I can name a few specific instances where I have been in charge of the intro, and my <laughs> it my brain melts away, and I will check in before and be like, "Hey, how would you like to be introduced?" Whatever you say, I will do the opposite, and I can't I can't explain it. I wish I could, but this uh, is why I don't act for anyone. It's really interesting because it whatever you, you by want the way, me to do, are I really good it. actor. Aaron Maya. Like, I saw you. Okay. I 
directed. You remember the, the little? Yes, yes, I do. You I are a fantastic pray to God actor. Before this, you wouldn't bring it up. Yes, and I did. <laughs> Welcome. Do not cut okay. it out. I don't know. I don't know that. What is this? What is this? Well, Angela. One time, um, we asked her to direct our. We did a short. Well, it was you before and we did the short film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was when me and Melissa, our guest uh, from a couple of weeks ago, um, she. We were writing a play, a short play to go up at UCB. It was a part of a, a show there. It was a really cool show called Legitimate Goddamn Theater. So it was like oh, supposed yeah. to be I like, like those. yeah, it was really fun. So it was like a 10 minute short that didn't have to be funny, but could be, you know, but it was supposed to be like legitimate theater. And so Angela was the person that we knew that had actually done legitimate theater. <laughs> And so we didn't legitimate goddamn legitimate goddamn theater. (laughs) And I didn't realize like how legitimate of theater you had done. And I was like, I'm like the like you like I'm just a big goofball. And you had to like you had to teach me to be vulnerable. And I don't know, like I don't know that you did it in a way that was like longevity wise, but you did it like you got me to be a good actor for a minute in my life. You know what I mean? So <laughs> no, that I'll was give all you, you the credit for that. Oh that my was... gosh, please. No, you were amazing. It was a very moving piece. I wish you saw it. it, it Ryan. Was, we, we, I'd be too. we put it, uh, we made it into a short film so you can see it somewhere, yeah. but it is, it is, you know, it's emotional. It is emotional. Angela, did you direct the short film also? No, I didn't. Who directed just a stage it? Production. Yeah, just the Scott stage. Rogers. Ah. Scott Rogers, who also demanded vulnerability from me. And I was like, I was like, why? Why? What's important? Because you wrote it. <laughs> I know. I was like, isn't this enough? I'm sad enough. <laughs> Um, but it was it I was bet- good. It was a good uh, learning, a good learning experience. For me. <laughs> I bet you're great, Aaron. I I was reading this book, um, Devil's Candy, about the making of Bonfire of the Vanities. It's uh, it was based on the Thomas Wolfe novel, and and um, if you guys don't know it, that was a real popular book back in the day, and they made a movie of it, and everybody was all hyped for this movie because the book was so immensely popular, and they got Tom Hanks to play the lead. And he's very wrong for the lead of that. But it, it was one of these things that, like, nobody would be right. You know, like, anytime they're trying to cast it, they're like, he's going to play that part. And, mm. and so he was kind of, like, on his way up. But anyway, to, to get to the point, um, Brian De Palma directed it. Wow. And in, the, and in the book, the book is really interesting because this journalist followed them around for the whole making of the movie. He told her everything that was going on. The movie was supposed to be this huge hit, and it em- ended up being like a horribly, horribly reviewed giant flop. Uh. And this, the book is sensational. It's about this total nosedive and all the elements that went into how it didn't work out. And Bruce Willis is in the movie, uh. and he and De Palma got into like a little thing with each other. This was long before he had any of his issues that he's dealing with now. So it was like Bruce Willis is like his kind prime. of the apex of yeah. his, yeah. And he and De Palma were getting into issues, and De Palma told the um the journalist that like Bruce is, doesn't even know why he's good. I just, I put the camera on him and occasionally he'll do something brilliant, but he doesn't even know what he did. It's like filming a dog or something. (laughs) 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 Or like a little kid, you know, it's like you can get something great out of him, but they don't. Yeah, you you just have to keep rolling the camera in case it accidentally happens. And that is like me as an actor. (laughs) Uh, roll camera. I, yeah. Eventually, I'll do something that you can keep. 
Yeah. So Angela had to De Palma you like you were Bruce Willis. Yeah. Hey, I'll take but, that. Um, yeah. You were my De Palma. Yeah. Julian, uh, Julia Solomon wrote the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure. And they did a, they did a great podcast of it, which is essentially her book, um, that she narrates. Uh, I'll send it to you guys. After yeah. This. yeah, please. You're interested in What's the name of, of the title? Like, the, the movie? The Devil's Candy. The Devil's Candy. Okay. Well, that's the name of the movie is The Bonfire of the Vanities, but the book Devil's was The Devil's Candy. Candy. Interesting. And that's because there's supposed to be this this ingenue in the movie that uh, that tempts the Tom Hanks character to stray from his wife. And Peter Goober, who was producing it at the time, said, "Yeah, you know, like all this gross Hollywood stuff. She has to be so hot." Whoever plays this part has to be like the devil's candy. I'm Ew. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Gosh. Ew. So many things don't age well from the, oh, do you know what I mean? Is, yeah. This is yeah. bad. This, all this stuff that these people said is horrible. It's all men and they're all horrible. Yeah, yeah. And yep. It is a great read though. <laughs> anyway, back to you, Angela. Or why I'm back here. To, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, why I'm why? here. That's what I was asking. I was like, hey, I will say yes to everything right now. <laughs> so, uh, so Angela is doing us a great favor in being here. And she, <laughs> and, uh, she has, um, like, I, I would say maybe an interesting relationship with health and fitness and exercise. Yeah. So, so let's explore that a little bit. Tell us about where you grew up and how active you were as a kid, and then when maybe exercise kind of found its oh, way. Oh, we're into your going life. all the way back. Okay, going all yeah. the way back, <laughs> all the way, baby. <laughs> um, I grew up. I was born and raised in Singapore, and yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. cool. I don't remember how active I was back then, but I will say that I think um, I started taking when I immigrated to America. I started taking dance classes. And that was kind of my introduction to sort of fitness. And when I got into real fitness was in college because everybody was doing it. And I was a I went to Carnegie Mellon and I was a musical theater major there. They made me do um, like every, every single day, five to five days a week. I had dance classes. So on top of that, everybody also my classmates would also work out. So I started doing that as well. Jesus. Yes. So I know. are you like, That's are you hardcore. talking like, like dance class and then like strength training or are strength you training. like strength okay, training? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Cause it, there was only two girls in my class and then seven boys. So the boys were like strength training. So I learned how to strength sure. train. <laughs> <laughs> what? Now these these dance classes were—is it one kind of discipline or three? Was it, multiple? it was a jazz three. tap and ballet. Jazz tap and ballet. Which was your favorite of them to do? <laughs> jazz, <laughs> I guess. Jazz. I guess yeah. I wasn't. Did you like? I'm it? not. Here's the thing. I loved musical theater. I came to when I came to America. Uh, okay. That was introduced to me, and that meant America to me. Musical theater. And I, to be a part of musical theater, you have to dance. And I was a good dancer. I just wasn't Mm -hmm. in love with dancing. I am the laziest person when it comes to (laughs) physical anything. (laughs) So them making me dance. I mean, that's the thing. After college, I stopped dancing because I was so (laughs) lazy. And I was like, "Eh, I can do it. And I I honestly, I did one musical, um, Miss Saigon, out of school. And that was it. I was like, I'm going to do plays and TV and film from now on because I couldn't get into the physical discipline of that. 
And um, oh, I love that's so funny, <laughs> and that you're good at it somehow. And like, well, I mean, from all the from talent, all the work you put in. But I love that you, it's like a Bogart thing where you're all put upon. Like, I guess I can. I know. Dance and dance. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. But I, I also yeah. was aware that I wasn't Alvin Ailey. You know, I wasn't like one of those amazing dancers mm-hmm. that can sure. pull off like you know five pirouettes or something. So I, I think because what was what what got you into music? What was the thing that you saw that made you fall in love with musicals? Do you remember it? Oh yeah, it was when I was a child. It was watching Shirley Temple and watching oh, yeah. Fred Astaire, a lot of Fred yeah. Astaire and Julie, uh, Judy Garland and that kind of classic musical mm-hmm. theater. And then growing up, you know, it was the rent age when rent was yeah. huge and then Miss Saigon. And then I was just, it was, I was a, and I did a, a musical theater growing up at a children's theater in San Jose. So it's actually called the Children's Musical Theater of San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> hey, easy to remember. <laughs> yeah, the name makes sense. Know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that That's just, so yeah, that made me want to be a musical theater. But it's funny because I think I love musical theater more than I actually love doing musical theater. Sure. The discipline of it is... I totally get that. It's amazing. Seems like it beats you up. Yeah. And a lot of times you're dancing on... They don't have this as much anymore, but there was a time where a lot of the stages were raked. And can you imagine... Mm. uh, Do you know what that means? Yeah, exactly. So doing pirouettes, doing... Exactly. Like people's knees just got jacked up and yeah... so just slightly pitched to improve the visibility exactly, or something of the Exactly, exactly. But yeah. dancing on it is for seven, you know, eight shows a week is going to be torture on your body. Yeah, that seems brutal. <sighs> I, I, I mean, I can't, I'd even like to like uh, stand if my sock thickness is off. <laughs> you know, like I've got like one sock that's one. Couldn't imagine doing like hardcore precision dance move on, exactly. on a break stage. Exactly. And when I see the real dancers they have on Broadway, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys love it. You guys love stretching for like half an hour. I hate stretching. Even now when I work out, I don't <laughs> stretch. I just, I buy a Therabody. There used yeah. to be called Theraguns. Oh, yeah. I buy those things to massage it out of me. I don't stretch. I'm lazy. Wait, did they change the name of yeah. Theraguns? Because they don't want to associate they it with had guns. To. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Good. Good. I had no yeah. idea. I've just yeah. been calling it a Theragun, like an yeah. old piece of shit. No, no, it was very recent. I think it was very, very okay. recent. Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Therabody. I know. When I bought it, it was Theragun. And then now it's like become yeah. their body. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Right for you guys. <laughs> They're worried about the Second Amendment changing and they can like not be sold like, anymore. No, no, like, no, we gotta no. distance ourselves with that. We're, you know, for the body. Yeah. Um, God. Angela, have you ever seen Flash Dance before? Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. I like I like when she does her kind of middle workout dance in that one. Oh, <laughs> Where she's just like, she's just literally dancing just to like work out. And it does look like a great workout. You know, I will say that like after I graduated, okay, so I was a dancer and I I thought I would stay limber. I used to be able to do, oh my gosh, when I look at pictures from back in the day, I went to Russia and did like a, 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 yeah, a a broad program there. And when I saw the stuff, I was doing Russian acrobatics. I was doing center splits and like all this crazy stuff. And I was like, oh, I can keep doing, I, I will forever be able to do this. I remember like a year after I graduated, I just dropped into a center split because I thought I could. And I just I, I pulled every muscle. Oh, yeah. Pulled every oh, muscle. My gosh. Oh, I know. Ugh. 
a year. So that's not even that long. <laughs> I know, it's not even that long. But I mean, I, I've never been able to do a split in my life. So I, I can't, <laughs> I don't know what the split life is. I don't know how long you can do it after you have Yeah. And I think it made me realize that, oh, you have to like keep up with this thing. So I did join a gym for a little bit of time. And I only took those dance classes, those dance aerobics classes. Mm-hmm. And that's the mm-hmm. way. Which I'm yeah. sure you could just kill though. I mean. Compared to the other people in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're like front yeah, row, right in the I mirror. I was, I was everyone's, like, everyone's like, oh yeah, I want to be like her. Oh, yeah. I was like eight throw back, like trying to see what's going on and work totally. my way up eventually. Totally. I love that. God, Wait, you were the person I wanted to I be. I know sure. you're a dancer though. I've seen you on the dance floor at weddings. You are like, oh, no. I am a, I am a reception dancer for sure. <laughs> I am not a dancer with coordination. And I even try, I was like, I think I might be able to do a dance class. Yeah. And I tried a dance class and it was the, really? it was truly awful. Like I have no actual, it's not, it's my memory. Those, I can't remember what's happening next. Like I don't have like that base of knowledge of like, yeah. Some people like say steps. like kickball change and it's oh, like yeah. everyone just knows what that is. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah. And I'm, I, so like, people were like, and then a little satata and then a and then a tap and then Cause like, that's like my, I used to work for professional dancers and they would, they would just spit out Mm. all these words and then Mm. they immediately just do the dance Mm -hmm. of the words they just said. Mm -hmm. And I was was like, Oh no, no, no. I'm going to stick with my like Zumba class Yes, with the little right and left. And that's what I, that's where I live. You get all those pieces in your mind and then it's just like putting puzzles together. Yes. Putting the steps together. Totally. I I went to like a hip hop dance class one time. Where? At the edge? No, but something like that. Um, And like, I felt so on, everybody's so fucking cool. I was like, where do people get sweats that big? Like I've never even seen sweats that, everybody had like giant sweats on and we're doing all kinds of like cool shit. And I I just like slunk out. Yeah, yeah. Like I kind of started it and I was just like, I'm there. (laughs) I love that. Now I will say we did take a uh, a stripper pole, which that's not what they oh. call it. What did they call it? Uh, just a pole, pole dance. dancing, pole, pole dancing. Because we did not strip; we just pole dance. We kept our clothes on. Was it a pole clothes aerobics on. class or like a pole dancing dance? This class? was just pole dancing. I think you can do event like, but this was like the intro class. Okay, okay. So we did that as an episode to a while pole ago. Or pole yeah. one hundred and one at what was it called? Loaded? At Luscious uh, Maven. Did you like burn your skin, burn that pole burn, whatever? Yeah, pole burn. Thankfully, no. But I was wearing full pants. Oh, 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 yes, yes, and stuff. I think that helped. Yes, yes. And they were we. Our instructor, she had she. They was like very basic for beginner Uh, stuff. So yeah, and they had like good equipment and everything. So we were all. I was gonna give Stanger a shout out. He had good coordination, (gasps) and like I kind of wish he had worse. You know, for the fun. fun <laughs> Wait, is there video like, of super, this? Oh yeah, yeah it's it's on yeah. our Instagram. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, just scroll. Yeah, it's not that far back. Just scroll. manager. Just manager expectations <laughs> right now because it's. We got, oh, we got god, a lot of it. comments on Stinger over here, so Ooh. don't let him act like he. Especially with I that was stash. the one like kind of hiding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the stash. Yeah, very yeah. magic, Mike. Yeah. So, uh, so we have, we have attempted some dance situations. Uh, <laughs> I see. 
We we ran by though. You said so strength training while you're doing your downtime for your five dance for your five days a week of dance classes. So did you enjoy the strength training? Like what were you do what were you doing? Do you remember? I don't know if I enjoyed so much as I just it was just like, oh, we do this together and that's it. I have discovered this about myself is that even now I don't work out alone. I have, my husband yeah. has to come with me because, or I have to do a, a class because I'm not one of those that's very self-motivated, you uh-huh. know? And I, I think recently, I wonder, Aaron, if the reason why you asked me on this thing was because I posted that one picture in Hawaii mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. of my guns. I was trying to find it before this, because I was like, oh, I it was in my stories. there was a picture of here. Yeah, oh, that's in my why, because yeah. I was like. I was like, dang, you got some muscle on you. I know, and I never had it a year ago. And (laughs) (laughs) it's because, like, I think I'm one of those people, and this is not, this sounds like a humble brag, but it's literally just the facts of my life, is that I've been the same size since I was in eighth grade. So it's like, it's whatever I eat, if I work out, if I don't work out, I'm the same size. So it doesn't really motivate me to... Do you know what I mean? To want to work yeah, out, yeah. to want to do any sure. of that stuff. But I realize that what you look like on the outside does not necessarily represent how healthy you are on the inside. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. how in shape you are. And I remember my friend took me on a hike a couple of years ago, and I literally only did 10 minutes of it, and I had to tap out. I couldn't. And I was like, I can't believe I'm this winded. I can't believe I'm, I'm literally, I felt like I was tasting blood. Like it hurt. It hurt. Oh it hurt. Oh my God. To climb up this hill. And oh I, I think I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> has that ever happened to you guys? There have been. Tasting blood on a hike? Or on a run or any, like you run too much. I start tasting iron in my breaths. Oh, you you know what? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, yeah, when you get like a crazy burn in your chest or something and a little bit of that, I, I, I think I can kind of relate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely haven't experienced Look, this, but I, if I ever do, I'm coming straight for you. I'm, I'm I don't want to leave you out there uh, on your own like that, Angela, but so I'll say yes. Kind of. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> that's how out of shape I am. But that's how when I was like, dang, I don't think I'm in shape as in shape as I thought I was. And I tried mm-hmm. to start doing a little stuff like, you know, Apple Fitness Plus or whatever. Because when I did that Apple TV show, blah, 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 I had these you know, subscription, free subscriptions and things. Right. I tried, but it's kind of hard to keep going. You're good for a week, but then you kind of just putts out, you know. And it really wasn't until COVID and because I'm cheap, I'm cheap. I don't want to pay money for a gym ever. Sure. But during COVID, they had a really nice deal at my husband's <laughs> gym. So I was like, if I lock Great, this yeah. shit in, like, I will feel so good about myself. I will get bang for buck, you know? I'm so Asian about this. And so I, I started doing this. I started off with like um, group classes. Um, because that's okay. the only thing I know that makes me feel comfortable, like spin classes yeah, yeah. and whatever. And I think mostly women do. Like you look at the gym and the strength training parts of the gym. Usually I'm the only girl there or like maybe mm-hmm. one other woman. But it, the women are usually in their, the classes, you know, the spin class, the, mm-hmm. the, the uh, kickboxing classes. But then I st- slowly moved in with my husband. He just dragged me into the, the strength training <laughs> portion. And I'm telling you, it definitely changed 
my life and the way that I look at working out because I was so afraid of all these things before. I was so afraid of the idea of squatting 45 pounds, which is so little, so, so little. <laughs> but that's just the pull, the, the bar, right, is 45 pounds right. apparently. Yeah. All of that intimidated me, but then I would see – I didn't want to bulk. I had this fake idea sure. that, you know, all of that would just make me huge. But then I saw one girl at the gym, the one girl that was doing strength training. She had this <laughs> killer body. She's very petite, smaller than me. And I was like, oh, she's doing like, she's squatting like 180. And I was like, what? Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> what is that? So it motivated me. And the more I do it, honestly, now I feel so confident in a way that I didn't think working out would give me. Even when I auditioned for things, I didn't realize I was self-conscious of my body, my shoulders or whatever, until I started to like the look of my shoulders, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I started to see the difference. And even that picture I took in Hawaii, I wasn't trying to take a posing picture at all. I was just damn cold. And I was like, I'm doing this. <laughs> and when I saw the results, I was like, babe. <laughs> I have guns. And that made me a little addicted to this. And even when I worked out in the gym, I wasn't, I wore, I wear sweats. So I wasn't seeing the results really. And that picture mm. kind of changed it. And I was like, I like this. I like feeling strong, feeling confident, even though my husband still has to drag me. And I usually <laughs> am, <laughs> I'm glad right now the NBA finals and playoffs are going because I get to watch that while I work out. So it helps mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Pass the time. Passes the time. <laughs> yeah. But my yeah. God, I will keep doing it because mainly because I'm paying for it and I want to get the bang for the buck. And also, yeah. and also the <laughs> visual is nice, you know? The visual's nice. Yeah. It's so bad. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Like, it really was that... Like I was like thinking about people that we could have on the podcast, and I was like, Angela has guns. <laughs> I wonder, That's the is only reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the I best qualification. The <laughs> well, the the road to get there was pretty cool. Yo yo. Aaron and Stang are interrupting the episode really quick to talk to you guys about a great sponsor, the folks over at Bio-Optimizers. Aaron, yes. are, you, are you taking a magnesium supplement right now? Um, I use actually magnesium body wash. Is that mm, okay. interesting? Ooh, yeah. but I do love magnesium and what it you know, can do for the body. It can, yeah, you can absorb mag magnesium tra transdermally, but I should note that... Um, about 75% of people are not getting enough magnesium. So if they're not taking a supplement, they should be because there's a high likelihood that they actually are not getting enough magnesium. And magnesium serves all kinds of important functions in the body. Um, it can do a lot of great stuff for you. It can help you sleep longer and deeper. It can reduce your stress levels. It can help you feel calm. And it can give you abundant all-day energy to win at life. Which is, hey, what we're into. Yeah, we want you guys to win at life. Aaron and I are rooting for you. Yeah. So if, you're, if you haven't ever taken a, a magnesium supplement or you're looking for a new one, it's a good time to check out what they're doing over at Bioptimizers because their new fourth-generation formula for magnesium breakthrough is now even more potent and effective for reducing stress, improving sleep, and boosting energy levels. 
And if you've already taken Magnesium Breakthrough, you'll want to try the new formula as soon as you can because it now includes cofactors like B6 and manganese that helps with the absorption of magnesium. Yeah, because here's the deal, guys. Not all supplements for magnesium were created equally, and sometimes... The, the magnesium you think you're getting is not bioavailable to you because it doesn't have those factors um, like magnesium breakthrough has. So your body's not absorbing it. And that's no good. We want you to get that all that sweet, delicious magnesium absorbed into them cells. <laughs> yeah. And it also supports mental wellness. So magnesium breakthrough can help you to finally feel like yourself again, if that's something that you have been missing. Yeah, I mean, uh, taking a magnesium supplement was a real game changer for me. I recommend it for all you guys. Give it a whirl. See what it does for you. Real simple with Magnesium Breakthrough. All you got to do is take two capsules before to go to bed, and you'll be amazed by the improvements in your mood and energy levels and how much more rested you feel when you wake up. Okay, so for an exclusive offer for our listeners, go to magbreakthrough.com slash dumbbells and use dumbbells during checkout to save 10% and get free shipping. Oh, okay. And one last thing. If you want your loved ones to be healthier, consider giving the gift of magnesium breakthrough for Mother's Day, Father's Day, or even a spring birthday. Okay. So again, that special link is magbreakthrough.com slash dumbbells and use dumbbells during checkout to save 10% and get free shipping. Dudes, Aaron and Stanger here. We want to talk to you about another great sponsor we have for the show today called Policy Genius. Aaron, uh, where do you stand on insurance? You for it or against it? I for it, love it. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's hard to use, but I'm glad to have it when I when I need it, you know? Yeah, everybody, uh, everybody wants insurance when they need it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yes. That yes. makes sense. I don't know. Uh, here's the deal. Here's the deal with Policy Genius. Um, they're not an insurance company. They're a marketplace that helps insurance shoppers understand their options, compare quotes across multiple companies, and buy a policy all in one single place. So if you're like Aaron and me and you're pro-insurance, you feel like you need it, you want it, and you haven't gotten any yet, uh, check out Policy Genius. You can use them to shop for um, you know the best prices, save some money, um, look into maybe getting some life insurance. You want to buy a policy there. I know I had to kind of face the facts on that a little while ago, and I'm glad I did because I actually had uh, a brush with death, and mm -hmm. uh, I would have felt awful <laughs> if I was up in heaven and I was watching my wife and son banging around this earth <laughs> without me uh, and no life insurance. So uh, I'm glad I pulled the trigger on that. And, um, you know, I don't know. Where do you think, Aaron? Well, I, I have strangely had life insurance a long time uh, because I had a job one time and they were like, you want life insurance? And I was like, yeah, sounds good. But I, I think you're right. It does. It's kind of a nice thing of security to know that if you leave this earth, you leave some sweet cash for your family and friends. Yeah. And so, uh, why it's a good time to think about it now is typically life insurance gets more expensive as you age. So you don't want to get that policy yeah. sooner than later. Yep. Um, and if you're worried about the price using policy genius, it makes it easy to compare your options from top companies so they can make sure that you're not paying a cent more than you have to for the coverage that you might need. Well, and 
having life insurance through your job might not be enough for your, you know, wife and son banging around. You know, most people need up to 10 times more coverage to properly provide for their families. Yeah, especially the way those little dummies spend money. Jeez. <laughs> I definitely need Policy Genius to help me get them sorted out, keep them uh, living in the lifestyle they've become accustomed to. <laughs> yes. Uh, Policy Genius is your one stop shop to find the insurance you need at the right price. So click the link in the description um, or head to policygenius.com slash dumbbells to get started. In minutes, you can compare personalized quotes from top companies to find your lowest price. You could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius, which yeah. hey, it's great. It is great. Those licensed agents at Policy Genius are on hand through the entire process to help you understand your options and make decisions with confidence. Uh, the Policy Genius team works for you, not the insurance companies. Yep, guys. They don't, they don't add any extra fees. Uh, they don't sell your info to third parties. So this is what you got to do. Head to policygenius.com slash dumbbells to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. And I think that, like, you, you hit a lot of touchstones that come up on this show. Like, yeah. number one, oh, yeah? um, people people being intimidated maybe to do strength training, oh, yeah. right? And then just recognizing, like, okay, I feel most comfortable in a class setting, so I'll stick with that. And mm. then, you know, what can happen for you if you branch out of that? Mm. And I would say the flip side, too, if you have somebody and like, we don't have to assign genders to this, but like oftentimes it's women that like, like you said, like to do the, the group yeah. classes and guys like to do strength training. But I think guys can benefit from doing some group classes too. I have been like, trying oh, to drag my husband to spin. He refuses. <laughs> he absolutely refuses. One day I'll, I'll... Spin is hard. Really? Oh, I love spin. Oh. Uh, I, I like it too. Yeah. It's, I like it, but yeah. it's different. It's a different... What makes it hard for, for you? Me. Because it hurts immediately. <laughs> there's like, there's no, like, if you're doing strength training, like the first, I don't know, three, four, five reps, it's kind of like build slowly, you know, but freaking spin class, you get in there and it's immediately just through the roof. Well, it, yeah, the I first, feel. after the warm up, the first sprint you do, and then your thighs start burning. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, it's I, like an I hour class. Yeah. But you can yeah. always turn down the the settings. I mean, when I started, I definitely was like pretending like I was like huffing, but I was like, <laughs> oh no, oh no, <laughs> there's no, there's yeah. no yeah. pressure on these wheels you're at all. Faking, yeah. faking oh, the totally. Yeah. Totally. I love yeah. faking the turns. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. That's where you get your most acting practice. Yes. Like, Whoa. Really? Wow, I was like, look at me, just like, yeah, really getting it in. <laughs> so hard. Yeah, yeah. I'm sweating. <laughs> so funny. Oh, and then the, the the couple other things you touched on were that you uh, were initially scared of bulking up. That's yes. another thing that comes up all the time. Yeah. And sometimes it takes seeing somebody's body that you admire and seeing that they're actually weight training. And you think, oh, okay, it's not, I'm not going to, you know, instantaneously turn into... The whole, I don't know, the whole yeah. Michelin man, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Can I ask you guys something actually? Because yeah. the reason I kept fighting my husband on why I didn't want to strength train was because of that bulking thing. Because I thought when I was younger in college, because I was doing five dance classes a week and I was strength training, 
I noticed that I was definitely bigger then. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when I look back at pictures, I was like, oh, I am significantly bigger then. And I thought that was because I was strength training and doing all of that stuff. So my thighs and like everything. That's why I got a little afraid of the strength training portion of it. Do you know why that might've been a problem? Well, I was we just said, we both said, mm, well, we're we going to need more information. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it depends we on your nutrition. Yeah. I think. Oh, I was eating everything. Yeah, I, that's true. Yeah, I mean, oh, it, but college was you drinking. Like, I don't, I didn't drink that much because I'm okay, such a yeah. low, you know, I low tolerance that I didn't drink that much. But I will say, I did. I eat a, yeah, I ate a lot. I went and we were in Russia, um, and I was. We were also doing tons of movement classes, you know, five days a week. I there was one. This is legend with me and my friends. I literally ate seven hot dogs, seven <laughs> boiled <laughs> hot dogs in one Jesus. sitting because I was so, like, my body needed the calories. I don't know. Either that or they were just delicious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Combo. <laughs> That's so funny. So is that why I was probably eating too I much? Mean, well, not even necessarily too much. I'm sure you looked great. I mean, it just depends on what you want, mm. you know? And so. Yeah. You know, if you if you resistance train really hard mm-hmm. and you you take in a lot of calories and a lot of protein, then you know you'll put more muscle on. If you you know if you monitor your calories or limit that or you know have uh, you know more average size you know protein with each meal, you know you the results will vary according to your nutrition. And so it just it just depends on what you want and wh- how you're feeding yourself. So how do women? bulk like why does that happen for some women are they are they are they the ones that are eating way too much protein or or being shot up with juicing I don't know that thing <laughs> no I think that like I think I one I think some of it is just genetics mm. like genetically um that's a part of it. And then also the nutrition to like strength training ratios and stuff like that. And so you need to have food to build muscle. You, oh, like, so if you want to like, like, I think, I think men have traditionally played around with this a lot more than mm-hmm. women, unless mm. you're in the like, uh, like, like athlete yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like bodybuilding. I think those people in that world understand it more than even I do. Probably Stanger has probably done this like a little more, uh, what's the word experience with this information kind of stuff. But I think like when you are, a like I, I always tell people like, I look like I have muscles when I flex, but if I'm just standing normal, you, I kind of just look like a normal person depending on my body fat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so like right mm-hmm. now my body fat's a little higher. So I look like I work out when I flex and when I don't flex, it won't, it doesn't like, I'm like, I do bicep curls with twenties or 25s. So, for, so for you to be scared, <laughs> well, I say that to say like, I have clients that are nervous to go to 12s instead of 10s to do bicep curls or nervous to go to 15s. And I'm like, I understand because I was in your boat when I started, but like you have to work so hard and so long and be so dedicated with your nutrition. If you want to get 
bulky. Wow. <laughs> like, if, like if, unless it is your genetics, like you have to really try to look like a monster truck driver. You know what, what I mean? Like, so I, that's what I say, like, is like, I am, I have a larger frame than you do. I'm five, nine, about 150 to 160 pounds, depending on the day. Um, <laughs> but I like, but yeah, it's not, it doesn't have to be, if you're doing bicep curls with twenties, that doesn't mean that you're going to be a giant armed person. Mm, that's just, good what, actually. Yeah. What would you want your, if you drove a monster truck, what would you want it to be named? <laughs> Angela, I'm going to oh ask you Oh my God. Say, no, I'd say Big Rick. Big Rick? <laughs> Big that's Rick. Yeah. That was cool. (laughs) (laughs) Microphone. Not loud enough. Angela. What would you want your. Roger. (laughs) Roger? (laughs) Just be Roger. Okay, Stanger, what about you? Um, uh, It's tough. You know, like some of the popular ones I remember growing up were Gravedigger. Oh, yeah. And and like the Reaper. Wait, so you actually watch Monster Trucks? I've never watched a single. No, I mean, like as a kid, like maybe I would just. My brother and dad would, yeah. Bigfoot was one I remember. Like they would be in movies and stuff. I think the. Bigfoot, the truck was in the movie Roadhouse or something. Ah. And like I would, I would just hear weird like advertisements mm. for it on the radio, like Sunday, 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 come yep. down to the Calexpo Speedway for Grave Digger. <laughs> and, like, and I just like as a kid, like I wanted to go so bad, and my parents were like, "No fucking way." Um, for my tr- for my truck, I would have wanted to be um, uh, maybe like the like uh. K nine, like have and do like a dog, like Said a dog thing. Like there's, yeah, like there's a bunch of dogs in there or something, or maybe like a dog dogs secretly in there or something in the car, yeah. and yeah. then one of the safe. dogs out by the bomb yeah. and would play as you came out, but it would as be like a mashup for with the a, dogs. Yes. a metal song, like yeah, <laughs> who let the dogs out? Yes, yeah. Yeah. All, all these things. Yes, okay. um, I think anytime you can get, you can kind of. Um, Current uh, draft off of dogs and their popularity, it's going to be good. Mm, you know, that's people true. love dogs. Which this is a total side note, but if you guys haven't watched the uh, the show on Hulu about um, a rescue dog, the rescue dog show, the it's like best <laughs> in show, but for oh. rescue dogs, oh. they have like they have like a best underbite, best snorer, oh, come on, best ears. You have to Rob Riggle and someone else host You're- it, and it is. It is. I need that link. It is gold. Yeah. Okay. What is it, it called? It's just on Hulu, and I can't remember what's called. It's right. called like perfect. It's called like Rescue Dog, uh, Rescue Dog, Best in Show. I don't know something. I was just okay. hoping Stinger was googling it, but I'll I'll we'll put it in the show notes. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Um. Oh, so we were talking about bulking though too. You know, it's it's. It's interesting because I get the fear too, because um, you know, if you want to maintain close to your current size and you just want to shape and tone, these are all like, you know, kind of buzzwords that come yeah. up a lot. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you start lifting weights and then maybe you feel like a little tightness or I've even had clients I was training. They're like, I feel like my, my shirt is getting tighter here. Ooh. and I do not want that at all. Uh. And so I, I just have to kind of second what Aaron was saying that it might start to feel that way initially, but it's never, 
it's never like you're going to get to 22 inch arms mm. or something like it's, it's just so hard to put muscle on. And, and this is something we talk about on the show too, especially for women, as, as we age, we lose uh, our, our kind of natural lean body mass. So your muscle and your, your lean oh. muscle is what burns calories and keeps you lean. And so mm. you start to age and then you start whittling that muscle away. And a lot of times women will just continue to do cardio. So they'll just oh. keep banging out the cardio. And then they're, they're losing maybe some body fat, but usually a lot of muscle. And then they're watching what they eat. And then they'll hit a certain point to where like, you know what? I'm eating the same and I'm putting weight on. I don't know what's going on. Mm. I, I exercise, I do cardio. And the problem is, is that they've lost so much of their lean tissue that the cardio doesn't work the same way it used to. And they actually need less calories and that's a drag to like have to cut your calories back that much. Yeah. And so oftentimes you can kind of like up somebody's protein a little bit, have them do some resistance training, and then they'll put muscle on and then they'll lean out in a way that surprises them. Yeah. Um, and that can kind of like, you know, help combat some of the stuff that's going on that happens naturally from aging. How do I get abs? <laughs> uh, well, that's that's Next. kind of like <laughs> dovetails to yeah. talking about leaning out because that is the one part of, of other women's bodies that I'm always so envious of, of is just that nice little those little lines on the side, you know, and I've never like yeah. when I yeah. flex. Sure, it's there, but it's not just like when I walk down the street, it's not there. And some women have it. I've never been there. They're, they're all flexing <laughs> as they walk down the street. In the gym, that's all you have to do. Just walk down the street, flex. Really? You might little, do a little doo-doo in your pants, but you're going to be fine. Just keep Doo-doo? <laughs> yeah, if you flex while you walk, you might do doo-doo. So is it actually impossible for women? No. Oh, it's, it's possible. Not, it is possible. No, no, you, t- you can't. I mean, a lot of that is probably genetics, too. Yeah. Um, and then it's also just, you know, how much, how dialed in you want to be with your nutrition. I mean, that's a kitchen thing. You know? I'm the kind of person that eats when I'm hungry. But, you know, I don't really look at my, yeah, sometimes I forget to eat, but I will eat. (laughs) God, I always am confused by those people, but I think it's so cool. I just have never forgotten to eat once. And I wish, (laughs) I wish, even when I'm sick, I never even then, I'm like, you sometimes forget not to eat. You sometimes forget to not eat. I forget that I'm eating. And I just, I'm like, well, wow. That's better. That's a better way to say it. Uh, Angela, what what is what kind of food do you eat now? Like, give give us an uh, an idea of like a a typical meal for you. I will say, and my and my husband points this out a lot, is that I'm very carb heavy. I will say that just because I my culture like I it, rice is a thing. I have to have mm-hmm. rice, and white rice tastes the sure. best. And I love noodles. I just had ramen last night. It was delicious. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Silver Lake Ramen. It just opened in Burbank. Everyone go. Um, oh, it opened in Burbank. See, cool. I would say confusing name. Though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, very I know. confusing. But they have a lot they of- They could have done Burbank <laughs> I know. Ramen. Burbank Ramen. I know. Hey. <laughs> um, they're delicious. So I will say it is that, but when my husband cooks, it tends to be more protein heavy because he's more conscious of that. I just love my rice. You know, <laughs> we don't have to, you do not have to give up rice for abs. I would say no. just mm. increase your veggies and your water and water. see what that does. As I sip yeah. some water right now. Okay. Yes. Beautiful. Mm. On cue. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and, 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 and maybe just add in a little protein too. see, how, see if you can yeah. put on a little more muscle and that'll help you get more lean too. The more muscle you have, the, the more, 
the more lean you're going to be able to get. How much pro like that's so hard to think about, like put more protein. It's, you know what I mean? Like, well, is it like a? I, I would just be systematic about it and audit what you're doing now. So find out, see if you can get roughly, figure out roughly how much protein you're getting now. And then just add, you know, one extra serving of it a day. That's, mm. that's, an, that, that's one, that's like one extra serving of it a day. And that's an improvement. Visually, what should I think? Is it two fistfuls or what is it? Just a, like an extra, like an extra fistful, you know, and a half or so. Okay, of protein. Yeah, yeah. The palm of, of your hand is kind of what I. Palm of your hand, yeah. It's very small. I, mean, I don't know. That's very small. Not, no, yeah, not a ton. Okay. And just see what that does. Okay. And then if if that does nothing, then maybe add a little bit more. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, Are you, you dri- um, like drive yourself crazy. Like, how much should I do in each meal? And then you start weighing stuff out. I don't and like that. You just don't want to do it. Yeah. yeah. So just yeah. keep it keep it as easy on yourself as possible. Yeah. Okay. Do you are you uh do you have any food restrictions in that in in protein? None. 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 Yeah. So so you can get as creative or as interest. You know, you can mix it up. You can add a protein shake if that's something that you they have ever done. So bad. Well, they, they they do well. They do have some ones that are not as bad. Okay, and you can also they've lo- gotten use better. Like they've gotten better. Milk. Okay, they have gotten yeah. better. Okay, you can do like a protein bar too, um, something like that. But I would say, like Stinger said, just try it and see. Like try it for a month and yeah. see if you notice anything. And then De- yeah, definitely give yourself four to six weeks. To yeah. see what it's going to do for you. Wow. Okay. So what are we? Because you're already doing End the of- you're already doing the strength training portion of it. Um, yeah, that's the hard part. How like how are you like when you go into the gym when you you make it into the strength zone strength <laughs> training zone? Like what is guiding you? Are you just kind of Tony Salvaggio winging it? My husband. Oh, your, your husband. <laughs> he is guiding. Okay. Me. So what is? What is he like? What is his system? Does he have a system? I don't know. Usually every day it starts off with because I have two different pairs of sh- uh, workout shoes and I'm like, are we doing legs or no? <laughs> like one, one, one is a hoka, which has a lot of like padding. So, you know, you don't want to do mm-hmm. it for legs. And that that's that's really it. Like either we do lower half and I guess sometimes he puts the top half with it. We do do arms. There's like an arm day and I hate that day because he's really about his arms. And I'm like, I don't need it as much as l- at least I think he got he's like nine workouts just for the arms. I'm dying like muscles that I've never I don't care to build, but <laughs> we're doing it. We're doing it. Um but I will say that, like, I think he has some, he has a very flexible structure, which I like because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm the kind of person that um, I don't know, like if it becomes too much of a chore, I quit. I just don't like it. Yeah. If I don't enjoy it, I don't want to do it. Da, da, da. So he, he, he because his encyclopedia of strength training is a, so huge, too, he varies like the chest, it's not the same chest every single day, the same exercise. Yeah. And that really helps me because yeah, before, even in college, I would do the same exact things. The only things that I knew how to do. And it just got boring after a while. Yeah. yeah. So that helps me. If I didn't have him, yeah. I would have to hire you. 
<laughs> I know I'm over here like mm. uh, no but but I was gonna say like I think the thing that I have learned about abs specifically going back to your abs question is yeah. that we don't know how to do that part play uh-huh. they're in play in every move that you do and so you don't have to do so many crunches that you in you know like I just I hardly ever put like an actual ab crunch ever in a program. There's so many other more interesting ways to go after your abs than just crunching your stomach together. Um, And so that's, I was, that's part of the reason why I was wondering because there's, uh, I say, you know, you know, focus on your abs in almost every move that I instruct my clients to do because it is like the brace of everything. It's not just about having lines on the front of your body. It's about protecting your spine. It's about protecting your I disagree, but (laughs) (laughs) okay. It's It's all about about the lines. It's about the lines. Come on. on. But yeah, so I would, so that's part of Part of the reason why I asked was just because it is like you can get a great ab workout from doing everything you are already doing just by focusing on having your abs engaged um, during moves like a bicep curl. Like you really can, huh. you know, you pull can pull your you, abs in, yeah, pull your abs into everything. Brace, on a bicep yeah, curl, I never even thought to do that. Actually, that's actually really good yeah. advice. Oh man. So, so it, you know, you can also still do moves that are specifically for your abs too. There's a, but I just think the crunch was like everyone that was born in the eighties and lived through the nineties were like, we got to do 500 yeah. crunches before bed. Bicycles. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, what is it? The bicycle. Never. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The bicycles. Oh my God. So yeah. So yeah, the just, only thing that should crunch is your cinnamon toast is what. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Ew. yeah. Ew. Get their sponsorship. <laughs> Uh, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They keep asking is, us. Yeah. yeah. And we keep saying, we don't know. We don't know. We're playing hardball. Uh, Angela, what would you say is your most unhealthy habit right now? Huh. <laughs> and then we'll do sin struggles after that. <laughs> My most unhealthy. Can you give me examples of unhealthy habits? Oh, let, okay. It could be sleep. You know, it could be like 100% sleep. Oh my late. God. You said this, the, okay. the, the, the thing, the thing. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly it. Oh yeah. You do. Have, I, I have a horrible, that about yes, you. yes. We've talked about this probably. Cause I've, yeah. everybody that finds out when I sleep and how I sleep, they're usually shocked. Cause is, is your schedule upside down or something? You know, when I'm, when I'm, you know, working, it's like, it's usually on a normal schedule. But, you know, on these off days, like when I'm not, I, 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 I'm a night person. I get so creative at night. Even if I'm exhausted at 1130, all of a sudden my, my insides, everything will just like peak, peak up and I'll just have energy to do something. I could do a workout at midnight. (laughs) And I, Mm. I find that maybe that's why sometimes I forget to eat until like three, 4 PM because I'm eating at like midnight. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You know, snacking. Yeah. Of, and yeah. some, so yeah. And if I'm doing research for something, sometimes I get really, really, um, obsessed and I have yeah. to just like do more and more and more. And it's like five in the morning, six and the sun is coming up and I'm like still awake. 
Yeah. That's tough. I mean, how creative like Both that. Both of you guys you are like, uh, to... no. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, I get it too, because if you're creative like that, you have to ride those waves sometimes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what can you do? You know, yeah. if that's when you're feeling inspired. I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. I mean, it's it sounds like you said you can be disciplined you know, when, once the job starts. Yeah. Um, Cause you have to wake up good. at seven or you have to wake up before yeah. AM, you know, you have that forced structure. Yeah, yeah, totally. But when I don't, it's like free for all. I love it. <laughs> free oh, for all. And some days it's not even to do anything important. It's to watch all of Bridgerton in one night, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Well, that's also well, kind that of like part of the, well, it's part of the creative process too. It's like sometimes you just need, you know, I mean, it all, it all gets you there. Yeah. And you eventually arrive there at a certain point. Yeah. Um, it's tricky. Like I wouldn't even know what to tell you if that's <laughs> just cause it's, you know, because why, why, um, wait, why does sleep affect, why is it a bad habit to not sleep well or to sleep so late early, however you want to call it? <laughs> Well, it just depends on the, how much sleep you're getting. I mean, you can, you can kind of like, you know, make your schedule. I mean, the, the, I would say the, the sleep kind of the tenements of sleep, like the rules of it are you tend to do better, uh, if you're following our light cycles. So like your circadian rhythm will line up with the, with light, like when it starts to get sunny out, when the sun sets and people that stick to that tend to sleep the best and have the highest quality sleep. That being said, there are people that have jobs or mm. or other things that prevent that from happening, and it yeah. doesn't mean that they can't have healthy sleep. It just it's just a little bit more work, and you just have to make adjustments. And so, like, I mean, I would masks. S- oh, I wear masks and and blackout okay. shades. Yeah, I yeah. have uh, blackout masks. I love. Yeah. I take them everywhere, even if I'm in a hotel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do. I do too. Yeah. So I, I I would say that if you're if you're concerned or you feel like you're not getting enough sleep, you can audit your sleep and just try to keep track of how much you're getting. And then if it's, you know, if it's not enough, then add hours to that. And you just got to make the time for it either at the, at the beginning of it or at the end of it. I will say that for some reason, my body doesn't want to sleep more than five hours for some reason, even, even if I sleep at a normal time, well, no, if I'm flat out exhausted, like I've been working for 12, 13 hours a day or whatever, I will f- sleep a nice eight hours, but just normal life. I usually wake up after five hours and I'm tired and I usually putz around in bed a little bit and then try to go back to bed for another, mm-hmm. that's usually what happens. Or I'm a great napper. I'm such a, a good napper. napper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's... God, I love a nap. I know. The ki- it sounds like it sounds of- like I'm he- unhealthy. Is what you guys were saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not that's not fair to say. But I mean, I there's some there's like some genetic polymorphisms in certain people that just need less sleep too. That's it's a insane. it's a small percentage, but I mean, I I would say most people are like kind of in the eight hour range ideally. So if they're getting six to eight hours, it's great. But there's a category of people that can sleep a little bit less and still do just as well. So you could fall into that category. And then sometimes if you're waking up too early, but you feel tired, there's something going on with that rhythm. Mm. And so I bet they would tell you to go to bed a little earlier Mm. or something or even, yeah, I I don't know. It's tough. There's all kinds of like weird things you can do to track your sleep and then to get in front of that sleep hygiene. Um, I just don't like waking up early. I me either. I find it so boring. Neither does my husband, and I do. I like like I wake up at at six on every day or seven. I can't. And even. seven is sleeping in, and then he 
it, on the weekends, he's like, hey, could you just like try to sleep more? And I, what I do and what I've learned is I just keep my little AirPods next to my bed. And then he thinks I'm asleep. He knows I'm not. But, you know, and then I just lay there with my listening to a friggin' podcast like a wow. psychopath. Yeah. A sleep liar. Yeah. <laughs> um. you guys, do you guys sleep lie? Is that just me? Ooh, yeah, yeah that's just you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. fucking honest when I sleep. I'm either awake or I'm sleeping. I don't ever fake it. I did for some reason, like, when my parents would check on me at night, would pretend like I was sleeping, even though I wouldn't be in a trouble if uh, I was awake. I maybe just wanted to see yeah. what they were going to, yeah, what they were going to say about me or, like, I don't know, just kind of, I felt like I was spying on them or something. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, look yeah. at me pretending to be asleep. I'm I don't know so what it was. cool. I used, to remember when- I used to sneak read, and so I would hide everything and pretend to be asleep. I would sleep. I would read through the night. Such I would a be bookworm. So, yeah. Uh, it was like fifth grade. I'm reading Babysitter's Club yes. off the side of my oh, yeah. bed. And boy, anyways, those were hard I read one of the. I read one of those, Boys Against Girls, is the one I read. Nice. So I, I needed something. I was like, well, there's some boys in this one. I can- <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to, I, I, you know, I couldn't relate to females. So. Yeah, it's hard. It really is yeah. hard. We're different. I'm a We're boy. So I'm a boy. Um, <laughs> definitely normal. Uh, definitely normal. Definitely normal. Did you, did you get, um, you, you were doing an Apple show. Did they give you like an Apple watch or anything when you were doing that? <clears throat> no. That's so fucking stingy. Like they don't have enough money. It's just like, come on, guys. They've made like while we've done this podcast, they've made a trillion dollars. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, a trillion every forty-three um, minutes. I'll tell you guys yeah. something after this thing is over. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no comment right now. I I will say my Apple Watch is truly a bully. I got and, one. Oh, I got one. Oh, you do have one. I do okay. have one. They didn't give it to do me. Do you but wear I have one, one to? Do you wear one to sleep? To, yeah, no. they have some sleep stuff on there. You could check it out. I mean, you might want to do yeah. it just like a night or two and see what they see have what you're sleep up stuff on here. Yeah. What? I obviously I only night. use it for the for the activity rings. <laughs> To see how many steps I'm getting in. Oh, sure. I know. That's why I call it my bully. Because on Saturdays and Sundays, I work out later in the day or not at all. And it's like, he- 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 <laughs> check your rings, bitch. I love that you Seems left that like on. Seems like you're dead. <laughs> After a month of that, I was like, no, turn that, all those notifications off. <laughs> I oh, I didn't it. know you could turn them off. Yes, oh, my gosh. This whole wow. time, I could have turned it off. You I would have done that. Turn it off. <gasps> <laughs> no, I I like being mad at it. Okay, okay, it's true. I think it's a that good like, I'm like I could turn it off, but uh, I guess I hate I hate. Do you my still watch, have that like that me. twice a day they tell you to breathe thing? You you have that turned on still too? <laughs> I do have wow. That turned on too. Wow. Yeah, and I always look at that one and I go, eh, another day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it another day. I did it like once and it was like, oh, the next day it was like, you're on a streak now. And I was like, <laughs> my one day streak. I am currently on a streak with my Apple watch. I'm every day I hit a new move goal. Cause I have now like, wow. done it. and I'm at, I'm at like 210 days. Sing. I know. And I know near the I'm reason near. I didn't have it for longer was because my the day I had my wedding 
Uh, I wasn't allowed to wear my watch because my photographer said that's an <gasps> ugly look. And I said, okay. And she wouldn't even <laughs> let me wear it to like for, for part of the day. Cause I was like, I'll just wear it for part of the day. She was like, no, cause then you're going to have a line on your, on your arm from the sun and from just plastic. She couldn't Photoshop that out. Come on. Uh, Come on. Every so, single anyway, photo. So, that in post. <laughs> so I, so there were two days cause then we, we took pictures the next day and I didn't get my move goals either day. So this, I think coming up in August will be a year. So has anybody ever tried putting that. the Apple watch on your ankle? Oh, I like that idea though. Interesting. No, I've never done. That. I have huge ankles. I don't know if it would fit, but I can try. <laughs> <laughs> no, they gave us two straps. They gave us that one strap. Remember that that one that's for like men or whatever. So they, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet that's still in the box yeah. somewhere because I didn't use that one. Because you could have put it on point. your ankle. <laughs> okay. One day now we're gonna, gonna try redo that. Redo that day. Okay, might be cool. cute too, wearing it on the ankle. <laughs> like an ankle. Yeah, might be so cute. Yeah. And like, or like I am on house arrest. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> People yeah. will be like, yeah, Aaron seems good except for house arrest. <laughs> Do you guys That's ever wear so anklets? No. Oh, back in the 90s. Or maybe back the early 90s. 90s. Yeah, 90s. Yeah. 90s, I think 90s. they're back, but I haven't. Like Are I said, they? I have huge ankles. I have huge what a, ankles. They're what a name, anklet. I mean, it's not called a wristlet; it's a bracelet. You know yeah. why? Why did that one? Why is that one called a bracelet and an anklet's an anklet? Well, they used the good word on the wrist one because that was where normal people wear jewelry, and then they were like, "All we got is anklet." I don't know. And someone's like, "Sure." Wristlet sounds like a little fried thing or something. Like. A wristlet. A wristlet. Ryan, do you yeah. wear any jewelry? I mean, I, this is an aura ring. Oh, um, what's an aura ring? An aura ring is, um, it's like a wearable that tracks um, activity and Oh, so uh, you don't have this, but you have an aura ring? Don't have the, oh, yeah, I got the aura ring, yeah. Yeah, and, it's, yeah. it's, what, third generation? This is the third gen aura ring, yeah. So yeah. They've, they've had a couple come out and they're they're pretty good. Like I've been using mine, like I'm, I'm interested in my sleep. I didn't feel like my sleep was quite right. And so I've been using mine for my sleep and trying to figure out how to get the most optimum amount of sleep. What did you discover? Get, well, it was, it was timing and I still have an issue with it because I'm, I'm like you and that I tend to be a little bit of a night owl. I actually can get up and function early if I have to. And I, I do tend to feel good, Aaron, like not to totally disagree with you. Like sometimes when I'm up early and I've like the day starts that way, it feels great. Uh, but I, kind of always want to sleep in and always want to stay up late naturally. Yeah. And so it, in doing the little research with this, um, it's telling me that I need to go to bed earlier because that's the stuff I always get marked down on is my timing. And that's how much I'm going to like how soon I'm going to bed. And then it'll tra track your latency. So how quickly you fall asleep uh, when you get into bed. Ah. And so like I immediately fall asleep and that's like you're going to bed too late because you should, you know, you should have a little bit of runway before you ultimately fall asleep. And then it tracks your heart rate and when your heart rate kind of peaks and then when it drops to its lowest. And that wants, it wants that to happen kind of midway through your sleep cycle. And mine will drop a little bit too low uh, close to when I'm waking up. And so then you don't feel as refreshed when you wake up because it should drop and then start to climb back up right as you're waking up and then you're ready to kind of start your day. And oh so- 
That's just so intense. <laughs> so yeah. That's so intense. I've, I've never looked at my sleep as intensely as that, but I I think it's probably worth it to as you know, especially as you just to know older. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, Aaron. Stanger's old. Is that what that statement was? <laughs> oh, I think it's, you got I've me. never done that, but <laughs> yeah. especially as you get old, you should probably. Yeah, when you're getting fucking old as shit, you should check in. Yeah, dude, yeah. fucking Rip Van Winkle never checked his sleep. And he woke up. He was an old man when he woke up. Yeah, I can't have that freaking happen to me. An old beard. He had an old beard when he <laughs> slept all day under that tree. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll do a. I'll I'll try to do the sleep on my Apple Watch and see if it does anything. I need to find. So, that sounds like app. yours is pretty good naturally. Yeah, yeah, you don't sound like you have a problem. My sleep. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, hey, I can. You know, I'm only good at a couple of things, and sleeping's one of them. <laughs> can hey. you just sleep anywhere? Are you the one of those people that's just like, yeah, oh, oh, must be nice. I can sleep anywhere. I can sleep through people talking, yelling, earthquakes, no. No. natural disasters. I need perfect conditions. No, yeah. People are always like, just sleep on the plane. I'm like, you, what, in a fucking tube with a bunch of strangers three inches away from me? Yeah. yeah. Not, there's no yeah. chance of me sleeping there. <laughs> oh, and my I'm gosh. And I'm like, do you mind if I sleep on your shoulder? Oh. Fine, sir. Although I have to night say, night. I was in New York for 10 years and I have done that. I have slept on people's shoulders. I've slept in the middle of all of that stuff. Yeah. Wow. Luckily, I never yeah. got mugged, but a few of my friends did. Oh, no. I know. Sorry. Sleep. You awake? You don't have anything on Sorry. you. Yeah. Um, just so you guys know, the show on Hulu is Ameri- the American Rescue Dog Show, starring Rob Riggle and Joe Tessitore. <laughs> It sounds cute. Uh, I'm going to watch it. I just love that his name is Rob Riggle. <laughs> I know. And he's like, ugh, sorry to say. A hunk? Like hot. Uh, he's hot. Sorry to say. Why are you sorry to say that? Well, yeah, I don't marry. <laughs> Jason he's put, really, her, Jason really put it on last night and I was like, who's that guy? <laughs> oh my God. He's like handsome all of a sudden. He's got all a beard sudden, now, right? It's the beard. And I, it's the. Oh, he never pepper. used to be hot? He grew a beard and got hot? No, I, he, oh. I think so. I don't know. Now I, you won't I make me want to look this up. I'm looking this up. He was a nice, he was a handsome guy. He was, but he, but with this more, beard, it's like distinguished or something. Because he's, he's a know. comedy guy. He's maybe more goofy before and then now with the beard, he looks better. Yeah. But he's yeah. a former Marine and stuff too. Like he's an interesting guy. Oh, you guys know. Oh, him. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's very famous. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Rob Riggle, very famous, former Marine. Angela, you're you're thinking of hot. Rob Ristlet. <laughs> Rob Ristlet. God. He's never done anything yet. Yeah, it's real, real nobody. Yeah. Oh, I No, see. but this beard, I, I think, is what has done it. And it's it was like when do you guys remember at the the office like finale or maybe it was like when um Steve Carell was revealed in the End Did he have a beard? Show. He had no. He just had salt and pepper hair. Yes, and like the perfect tan. Yes, I, and mm. and he was in a suit, which is great. Yes, but it was like holy cow! <gasps> like Steve Carell he, got hot all of a sudden. Steve Carell, he got, got all Hollywood. Yeah, he got, he got Hollywood. Hollywood hot, handsome, older man. Yeah, and the same. I'll say for Rob Riggle, call it in. <laughs> Steve Carell, by the him. way, is my neighbor, apparently, because we've seen him a few times. He's oh. in this. Oh, yeah. we Tony has seen him a few times now. And 
oh God, this might not make it to the podcast, but my <clears throat> postman gave us his address. <gasps> and I was like, this is illegal. This is totally illegal, but I'm not a crazy oh person. So I'm not going to do anything with this information, but like, don't Someone do that. Would. Don't do that. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, you're lucky. I'm not crazy. But now I know exactly which house he lives in. Yeah. <laughs> well, he used to go, I guess, to the coffee bean by the gym I go to because I, I saw him in there one time and I, I heard his voice and was like, wait a second. I know that voice. Who is that? And he was in front of me ordering a coffee. Yes. And then he like went over to the side to get to wait for his coffee. And I like looked at him. I was like, oh my God, that's Steve Carell. And I was like, I have to say something. I have to say something. I have to talk to Steve Carell. Did you say anything? Anyways, I didn't oh. because he, he, he got his coffee and he was gone before yeah. I was finished ordering my coffee. But then I, and I was like, I was like, was that Steve Carell? And they were like, yes, he comes in here all the time. He's really nice. And I was He's like, so nice. okay, well now I have to. Yeah. find him again. so I know Angela after this I know. you give me that address and this crazy Come over. woman's coming we'll over do a, we'll do a jog in my neighborhood and I'll show you exactly what oh my gosh I love this thank I you used to, um, I used to always see uh, fucking Eddie Murphy <gasps> right oh by my, my gosh. house wow. you talk about like a, Legend. a superstar yeah. so you're like holy yeah. shit fucking Eddie Murphy yeah, yeah, he looks yeah. amazing yeah. like perfect yeah, yeah it was exciting. I'm sure god he yeah. would be so cool to see in real life. Who's the coolest yeah. person you've ever seen in real life other than Eddie Murphy? All of all of us. Celebrity. Uh in real life. I, I saw when I was working at that gym, uh Michael Jordan. <gasps> and that yeah, one was that like be... that one was like <gasps> you're on. like holy shit. You just saw a unicorn. Like he, yeah, he doesn't you know, now he looks older and it's fine, but back back when I saw him, he still looked like his playing days, Michael Jordan. Like he didn't look, wow. you know, now he's like an older guy. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what happens to all yeah. of us. But it looked like he was just more, he was just maybe more bolt, like more buff than he was when he was playing. And it was just like, holy shit. Uh, you know, I didn't even know what to exactly. do. That's the only time I've really been starstruck. Yeah. Oh, I can yeah. imagine. Aaron. I, I would say the person that struck me the most with their charisma was Gene Simmons. You oh, met yeah. Gene Simmons? Yeah. And he, like, because I worked at a fancy hotel in Nashville, and so lots of people came to that hotel and stayed, and I was a valet, so I was, like, a girl, and I was a valet, was a and so I'm, like, well, you know, there's, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. one in every 60,000 is a girl. I don't think I've ever had a and, female valet, yeah. And so he was just like so charismatic, so mm. fun. And he like, he danced with me. That was my, he like danced with me and under the like portico share. It was a, such a, I was like, I might get fired. Here we go. We were like, just like ballroom dancing in the freaking valet area. That's and, so cute. But he, he had like magnetism. Wow. Like it was crazy. I've, wow. I've, I, like I saw Brad Pitt walk by <gasps> me once and I, I felt it from him too. I mean, it was like probably sexual chemistry, like no big deal, but like, uh, but, but I, I was like, I, but I didn't have like an experience with him. I did not meet him and interact sure. with him, Yeah, but I could imagine that he obviously would have it too, but that Gene Simmons was like, it was crazy. I see wow. him with his wife, uh, hiking sometimes. Really? Both, both, 
both of them are fucking huge. He's huge. <laughs> his wife is huge. And they have huge dogs. I was like, Jesus, this is like a family of Vikings or something. Wait, we're talking about Gene Simmons? Yeah. Is yeah. huge? Yeah. Huge. Like He's six really four, tall. maybe? He's really tall. His wife's got big blonde hair. She's like 6'2". He's like 6'4". They have like giant... Do they have giant... kids? What? I don't know if they have kids. Natu- the dogs... Like they're biologically <laughs> Yeah. It's pretty exciting kids. seeing all of them. I mean, they were gigantic. Just a gigantic operation. Oh, of you're people right. 6'2". Wow. And oh, he wow. seems bigger than 6'2". I don't know what yeah. it is, but he's, he's like got a broad. He's I mean, big. he usually yeah. wears those like platforms when he performs, right? Oh, That's yeah. I never yeah, knew they're... like really what height he was. Oh, interesting, interesting. I love that I love that disco song they did, um, Kiss. I was made for loving you. I don't know if it's know, it's not their I... biggest oh, yeah. hit, but it's like a great kind of disco-y type song. Okay, Angela, you. Yeah, you. What was the question? <laughs> I asked coolest, it too. Coolest person you've seen, celebrity, famous person. I think the one that comes to mind is the guy that's staring me in the face right now is Robin Williams. Oh. I know. Oh. I actually, you, nobody in the podcast will see this, but you guys will. Like, this is a, um art. Oh, My friend it. did this of him. And, like, I have just always, you know, I, the first, one of the first movies I ever saw with my father and, you know, we were going through a really tough time at that time. It was Mrs. Doubtfire. And I remember oh, my father just crying from laughter and then crying at the end when, you know, the whole divorce thing and everything was going yeah. on. And it was just, he, it was the first time I've ever seen my, mo- my father so moved by, a, by an yeah. actor before. And he's always loved Robin Williams from then on. So when he passed and everything, and I met him because a friend of mine was doing um, a Broadway play with him. And I, I just saw him after the show, and he was just the sweetest. The the, oh. the aura that he has is this, this meek little bundle of. I was wearing heels, so he was like shorter. Than me. He was just a sweet wow. presence and and all sweetness. Yeah, and I took a picture with that's, him, and yeah, that's it. Gosh, that's, that's a, a person great, I though. wish I got the chance to meet. It's right. He's uh, he's a he's an an epic human being. I can't exactly even. so many performances of his. I, I'm just in awe of who he is as a human. Just his brain. I, I was listening to an interview with Sally Field on Howard Stern, mm. and they're they're going through all her movie roles and um, why she did what she did. And then so he was talking about Mrs. Doubtfire, mm. and he said, "Like, why would you do? Why would you do Mrs. Doubtfire?" And she said, well, I read that, and that was a movie about divorce. And I wanted to tell a story about divorce Mm. and everything that goes into that and how it could be good or bad or hard or whatever. And I was just like, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody's like super smart and talented. You're like, yeah, that's I'm like, oh, it's a fun comedy or whatever. But really, at the heart of it, you know, (sighs) it's this kind of family drama. And there's a lot of beauty in that. And they all kind of grow and are expanded from the experience after it. Yeah. That's what he could do so well, though. He could do just make you just laugh out loud and make it full on comedy. But it has this incredible heart, you know? Yeah. 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 He he would perform sometimes at UCB, (gasps) the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. And so he would jump in with different teams and just do improv and shit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Can you imagine improv like, with him? No, it, <gasps> no, it never happened yeah. for us. Just let him go. And I was, we, we were always hoping that it would. It never happened. But one time I was there uh, when he was doing, like he was jumping in and doing stuff. And it was the craziest thing because 
somehow it might've been because he was there that it like got planted in people's minds, but it was like some kind of storytelling thing. And it was like a jam to where everybody was up there kind of doing stuff and be jumping in and performing. And he was up there and this girl, like people were telling different stories and like all the stories are so weird and crazy uh, that you forget who's even on stage because you're just kind of moving to the next one. And some girl started telling a story and somehow the genie from Aladdin came oh up God. and they were talking about the genie and she was going on and on with this story. And then it stopped and there was a moment and he was like kind of in the back of the line, <gasps> like kind of hidden. And he poked his head forward. And he's like, uh, just so everybody knows, I was the genie <laughs> and everybody like like roared with laughter it was like the funniest timing ever oh and, my uh, god yeah. it was it was so exciting and i did see i did see somebody say to him uh what would you think if i asked you if i could get a picture and he said i think that would be wonderful and then like pose for the picture it's great oh i'm gonna cry That's a nice oh, <laughs> honestly god. have you you guys both did ucb is that it yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I honestly, in New York, I, cause I was only ever part of like the, 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 you know, theater, legitimate, Broadway, legitimate theater. <laughs> legitimate, legitimate no, theater. Uh-huh. but I didn't know it was honestly coming out to LA and knowing you is the only reason I started going. And I am in awe of people that can do it. I, suck at it. I hate him. Imp- I hate doing it. Imp- I suck at improv. <laughs> but I am in awe of brains that can just improv like that and be funny and just like take, I'm, it's, it's the most masterful thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I, I bow down to both of you. <laughs> well, well, I, I didn't do a lot of improv on the UCB stage. Oh, you- Don't worry. <laughs> I did a lot of classes for improv. But I've seen your shows and they are very funny. They are different than improv, yeah. but I do love improv. I was never, I was always just okay enough to be sometimes asked to be on teams. <laughs> Angela, the singer was on a real team. And wow. He, he, he did well. I, I bet you'd be great at it. I think to be a great, you're a great actor and to be a great actor, you have to have an improvisational state of mind, you know, to like be, to have real moments, you know, mm-hmm. and all you have to do is just match your words to that. You know, I think I, yeah. I, I like improving within a script, within a, you know, yeah. a character and whatever, but the, like coming up with something completely just right there and also making it funny on top of it. I think is is a, a talent and a skill you cannot teach. <laughs> I don't know. I bet you'd be great. I mean, it's the same. It's just the same. That's why you do with partners because then you're never you're never on your own. You're, you're never alone. Kind of, yeah, you're just whatever. Except that whatever one world guy that would do improv together. by himself. Remember that guy? Who did improv Isn't, by there was, himself? There was one guy who would do improv. He would do a two man show, but he would be alone. Oh my god, he would play different name? characters. Yeah, oh, he was. Wow. I think his name was Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just made Angela spit laugh. Um, Is this going to be a Joe Mama joke? Uh, <laughs> yeah, got her. Um, okay, last question for you, Angela. Yes. What is your favorite move in the gym that you have learned? What's your oh, favorite? Yeah. Favorite your exercise. Go-to exercise. Favorite. It can be your favorite because you hate it, but you love it, or it can be your favorite because you actually just love it. Angela went from like laughing to <laughs> deep thought in to a really deep funny. sadness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause like 
let's see, because I hate it probably is the best one. Um, you know, okay, there's one that I kind of like only because the machine faces a mirror. It's... <laughs> Okay, I love it. I love it. What is the thing where you have like wires? You know, you're uh-huh. pulling. You're pulling. Oh, cable crosses. Cable, like yes, yes. It's free motion cables. Or? Probably. Um, yeah. So my husband puts this like a bench that tilts up. What is those things? An incline bench. Thank you. Yeah. And the cable thing. So if we're facing. I feel like we're playing Pictionary. <laughs> or uh, charades. charades. Charades, charades, yeah. So I'm staring at the mirror and he makes me do the, like these like chest, you know, with the, with the cables. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when I see the mirror and I see these muscles like going at it and even like the muscles yes. like right here on your sternum, this whole thing, everything engaging. I'm yeah. like, holy shit, I'm a Marvel superhero. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love it. That's the only thing. I was like, it's only because the mirror is there. But otherwise. (laughs) No, but I do. I think I tell my clients sometimes because it does make a difference to see your muscles in action. Mm. Because like sometimes you can't necessarily see the development just standing or flexing. Like, I don't know how to flex my back, but yes. if, I can, if I, someone videotapes me doing a push up and I can see my back, like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea this was happening. Now I want to keep doing them because how cool. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so like, to, yeah. yeah, for you to be able to see it in the mirror, that's why people are like standing, you know, six inches from the mirror, look, looking at themselves because it is motivating to see, oh, I'm activating this and look how cool I am. Yeah. <laughs> now I understand hey, why my husband constantly flexes around the house just in front of every mirror. I'm like, oh, okay. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm tracking. Now, yeah, I'm tracking. I'm doing it too. <laughs> well, yeah, my, my dad used to always try to find like good lighting and stuff. And so he'd always be somewhere and he'd be like, <laughs> pulling up the arm and stuff and i'd be like whoa weird he has to find light, now, the lighting though that's amazing yeah he's <laughs> trying to find like good lighting you know places yeah uh, you're telling me tony doesn't look for good lighting i don't yeah, know right. i think it's he whatever would, mirror he's a photographer no, i know but he's <laughs> when he flexes it's like it's just it's just it, is there a mirror okay that's all he needs it's just a mirror yeah that's he all just I wants need. to see yeah. he does like the 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 he he, Double bicep. Yes, he he is obsessed with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and that like yeah. bodybuilding stuff. So he'll do all those poses just to make me laugh, really. But he also loves yeah. to see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. This, well, thank you. I can't I, wait for I, him I, to hear all of this. <laughs> I can't wait either. I think he's gonna feel. Uh, you feel proud. Exposed. Yeah. <laughs> wow, proud. Be proud. Yeah. I give him all credit for my, my, my uh, fitness journey. Cause he's been such a motivator. Is he listening? I love it. I know. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. He's not home yet. He's driving back from Malibu right now. Uh, Angela, is there anything you'd like to plug? Yeah. Do you want to plug your socials? Do you want to show you got on right now? Something coming up? I mean, you were in the first like 10 minutes of Made for Love. Like you're in like second season. You are in it fast. I was like, I was like, oh, because I already love the show. Have and you then watched I was all like, the episodes yet? You were on it. 
I haven't watched all of the second oh, okay. season. Okay, it gets great, great for me. Um, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, but I was like, let me just put this on and just see what role Angela is. And you were so quickly on it. I was, because uh, you know, I mean. Usually you have to watch quickly for your friend. You're like, right. there they are. Yeah, and that's right. it. Yeah. And that's so the phase I've been be in. A principal cast member. Yeah, it's like, oh. Oh, yeah. you're in it right here. She's, okay, great. She's in this show. Yeah. So, um, so I can't wait. I have so to that's say, a, I'll plug for you that I have. There are several scenes in this season that I have not watched of myself because I cannot watch myself. It the scene started and I was like, oh no, oh no, 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 turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> and my husband like won't. I like ran out of the room because I was like, oh my gosh, I can't. It. I think because of. Well, I'll let you watch it. It's fun. It's really fun. And I have to say, I was a huge fan of the show even before I auditioned because Kristen Milioti and I made our Broadway debuts together. We were dressing room um, mates and everything. So it was amazing to just get reunited. And I actually, oh, you're going to watch it. Is this a spoiler? It's okay. I have to. It's okay. I have really bad (gasps) memories. So you just go ahead. I I had to kind of like imitate her. You'll see what happens. But uh, I had to be her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was very interesting. It was so fun. And I mean, this whole season, every episode that I was reading, I was like, there were parts that just made me sob just reading it. And then watching it, I was just like beside myself. And Ray Romano... Oh my god. <sighs> Guy's a great actor. He he has come into his own. Like I he's going to be a hot guy too. Give him another 100. give him another you know, 5 years. <laughs> Hottest guy like, ever. He's phenomenal in this. He's phenomenal and he was great to work with. He's he's going to be a neighbor of mine apparently. He just moved to Toluca Lake. Am I supposed to say that? <laughs> oh my god. Maybe don't tell the tell the world. <laughs> Maybe get that part. It's okay. Toluca Lake is like truly, it's, a big place. it's, it's the hugest place yeah. you've ever been to. Yeah. And like, it's so hard to like find anyone. No, but Melissa McCarthy like lives there. there too, supposedly, yeah. She does. I see her husband like all the time. Trader Joe's. Yeah. 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 So totally. it's like, it's, you know, it's, everyone, everyone that's anyone lives there. So congrats. There's a couple of <laughs> congrats. I, I look at real estate over in that area. And it's crazy. So, yeah. uh, so people can go visit. Yeah. But they ain't there. <laughs> <laughs> go to the Trader Joe's. <laughs> <hot tip. laughs> I love it. Don't take your car there. You'll it, you'll kill yourself or everyone else. Yeah. Um, but just walk over no. to Trader Joe's and do your parking star is search. notoriously great at all Trader Joe's. <laughs> we know this that. one actually does have pretty good parking. <laughs> oh, does yeah. it? Wow. Okay. Oh, at least it, I think. It, it, that's yeah. hilarious that you think that. <laughs> it makes me want to. Die. Oh, you really? Maybe I go um, at off hours. But yeah, see Made for Love on HBO Max. It's I just love the team. I love everybody that's involved, and it's it was such a great season. So, and how about that sex doll? That Diane. <laughs> I can't. Diane. It's the creepiest eyed Ooh. doll I've ever seen. When in you my touch life, her, so. it's amazing. But I will say this season. That Ray Romano has this beautiful scene with the sex doll. Oh my God. Wow. I cried. It's like he it's his like girlfriend, essentially. It's a very it's, funny. It's his wife. Wall, but it's his yeah. yeah. Oh, it's his wife. Yeah. Okay, sorry, wife. Yeah. Sorry. Everybody, yeah. Sorry, Ray. Everybody, uh, everybody loves him. Yeah. Um, that's a great joke by me. <laughs> that was great, Aaron. It was great. Don't judge it. Was it was great. It was so great. It was, great. It was so great. I want. 
if people want to get at us, they can find us um, at the dumbbells mm. across all social media platforms. All the em. socials, we got them at the dumbbells. Come at us. Please. Yeah. Um, you can email us if you are older and care about email uh, at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. We love getting your emails. We love them. We'll read them. We'll read them on air if you'd like. Um, and on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we're the Dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Angela Lynn, we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. That was a HeadGum Podcast.